0: Just knowing that all clients would only take the two rounds of revisions that you put in your contract would probably be a huge weight off of your shoulders. But what if you could get rid of the revisions process completely? Just cut it out of your process. Get rid of those weeks of back and forth where you're tweaking the color, the pixels, the copy. That's what I'm talking about this month, how to eliminate the revisions process so that you can shrink your timelines and deliver amazing work in an intensive model. And today I'm gonna talk about key number two to making this happen, which is flushing out all the ideas from the very beginning. You're listening to the No BS Agency Podcast. We talk strategies that can take your one-to-two-person branding agency from $5,000 to $30,000 per month without hiring employees or working your ass off. All you have to do is cut the BS. I am Pia Silva. Last week, I talked about how presenting your work live is key to getting rid of revisions and how it's not just about showing the work, but it's about explaining all of the thinking behind the work and how it connects to their ultimate goal, why you made the decisions that you made. Well, in order to make a really solid case that will have the client nodding along, smiling and saying, yes, 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 you have to know what those goals are. And not just the superficial, high-level goal of, I want a nicer logo, or I wanna make more money. No, you need to go a little bit deeper. You need to connect to the deep why and understand the underlying goals and challenges of your clients. This is key to having an effective, successful intensive. And it's also key to getting rid of the revisions process. I find that most branding agencies when it comes to delivering visual branding or even copy, they tend to stay pretty high level when it comes to understanding the purpose of the project. If you're designing someone's brand, then you may ask them questions before you get started about what brands they like, what brands they don't like, what they're imagining their brand would look like, what colors they like. To me, these are important but surface level questions. The problem with staying surface level is that you don't get to the root of their challenges and their goals. If somebody comes to you for a new brand and then they tell you that they like purple and they like butterflies, and then you make them a purple butterfly brand, you're basically just a graphic designer. You're the hands generating the vision of what they think they want. But nobody wants a brand just to placate their personal desires. People need and want brands to fulfill a deeper goal. So instead of just staying surface level with those questions and then creating work that is fulfilling on the vision that the client thinks that they want, I believe that the powerful step that must happen before you do any creative work is to dig a little deeper. Ask questions about the person. What are their goals? What have they been challenged with? Ask questions about the business. How is the business doing? What's working, what's not working? What have they tried in the past? What did and didn't work? What do they enjoy doing? What do they have the capacity to do? What do they have the funds to do? What are they planning to do in the future? What's their ultimate vision? Asking questions that go outside of the purview of the brand itself is how you're gonna get a really full picture of what needs to actually happen. And by doing this, you're not only going to be so much better equipped to create a really powerful brand, to create really effective messaging, to design something that is going to achieve the actual goals the client has. Because the goals are never, I want a nice brand. The goal is always, I want a nice brand so that, so that I can attract these kinds of high level clients, so that I can grow my business to this you know, amount of money so that I can have this kind of lifestyle that I'm looking for. There is always more to the story. And when you get all of these details and you get the full picture of what's going on, you're sussing out potential contradictions and you're addressing them before you do the creative work. If you don't suss these ideas out ahead of time, what can happen is you can do a lot of work for a client, and then when you present it, the client can bust out some other piece of the story that you had no idea about. I'll give you a quick example. A student of mine recently had to end a project with a client early. Now, this student actually has done So many successful projects, they're very well-regarded, they're very effective at what they do. In fact, they had already worked with this client before on a different project that went beautifully. The client was super happy, the work was amazing, and this student felt like this client was a dream client, like the project went great. Here's what happened next. After they did that very successful, effective, and profitable project, the client said, I need another brand. And I have another project for you. And because this previous project had gone so successfully, the client said, we don't need to do all of that discovery work in the beginning because you already really know about me. You already have the information. So let's just dive into the next project. And the student went along with it because this had been a dream client. They had worked so well together and the student really figured, okay, well, since this worked well, it'll keep working well. We'll keep going along. What they really were doing was they were letting this client convince them that they didn't need more information. They didn't need to do the process of getting the full picture. They didn't need to suss out potential contradictions. They didn't need to gather all the information before they started the work because The client said, you already have the information. Well, how do you think this project went? Complete polar opposite of the first project. The client became difficult. The client started having all kinds of feedback, wanted all kinds of changes, kept getting frustrated, actually ended up saying some pretty rude things to this student. And the student actually had to end the project before it was finished. They fulfilled on their obligations, but they said, we can't work on this anymore because of how you're treating me. Complete nightmare scenario. Now, I like this example, although I don't like that this happened, but I like this example because it just shows there are no good or bad clients. There are good or bad clients created by the process they go through. Why did this second project go off the rails? because my student was working with half of the information. They were working with the information that the client gave them and they were just taking it as fact when in actuality, this client had not really sussed out all of the details that were needed for this project. The client really didn't know what this brand needed to be. So when the client told my student, Hey, this is what the brand needs to be. It was wrong. It was inaccurate, it was not fully flushed out, so that when the creative work started to get presented, the client said, oh, this is wrong, oh, this shouldn't be this way, and started bringing out details that my student didn't know about. In fact, it was halfway through the project that the student even knew that this was a nonprofit, which changes everything. All of the information that my student needed in order to make this second project as successful as the first project would have been flushed out in that first interview. Now, I forgot to tell you, how do we do all of this? How do we get all the ideas from the beginning so that we can eliminate the revisions? It's through our process called the lead product process. This is the deep dive interview that every single client must go through if they want to hire us to deliver their brand. and. Inside NoBS Mastery, I teach that you should never do a project without doing this interview first, even if you've already worked with the client, even if you've already delivered a brand for them and this is quote unquote related, doesn't matter. I have lost clients when I've told them, I'm not doing this unless you do a brand shrink for this project. Brand shrink is my lead product. If they have multiple Companies that they want to do brands for, I say each one needs a brand shrink. I've also had plenty of clients who say, yes, okay, and go along with it, and every project is smooth. I do not deviate from this process, and I don't recommend that my students do either. Because if you do not go deep before you do any creative work, you are asking for a painful revisions process after the fact. There is going to be information that is going to be uncovered later on. You've already done the creative work though. So now you're going back and you're changing things and you're trying to adjust it to fit into this ever evolving picture of what the project is. It's why most people who do the traditional model and they don't go deep before they do any creative work end up in this purgatory of going back and forth on feedback and revisions. If you suss this all out from the beginning, if you flush out all the ideas, if you get the full picture, if you understand the entire picture, you may, and this student would have figured out that a lot of things needed to be decided before the creative work could happen. The client was actually very confused about what the goals were. Now, the client didn't know they were confused. That's why they said to this student, oh, we can just go forward with it. I know exactly what it needs to be. But it's your job as the leader, as the owner of this project, as the one who is in charge of making sure the process is smooth, to say, hold on a second, I understand that you feel like this is very clear, but let me be the judge of that. Either I'll take you through this interview process and it will be very clear to both of us, or I'll take you through this interview process and we'll find out it's not as clear as you think. Either way will be valuable for the entire creative process because whether the client is clear on all of these ideas or not, you need to make sure that it's all crystal clear and aligned so that your creative work can be in line with it. Last week when I explained that walking through your creative work live and giving those explanations of why the decisions were made is so key to getting these revisions eliminated, to getting work approved on the spot those connections to the why can only be accurate if you've already flushed out these ideas in the first place. If you tell a story about your creative work and you connect it to superficial ideas of what this project is supposed to be and what the goals are, that's when the client is gonna go, oh, but I didn't tell you about this other big piece of it. Or I didn't tell you that we're actually trying to raise money. And that's a really important part of the messaging. Or I didn't tell you that this actually should be a very gender neutral brand and it shouldn't be very, very male or very, very female for whatever reason. All kinds of things could come up in the Later, creative process. And that's what makes the process take forever and be so painful because you're not working with all of the information. You're basically designing a brand and trying to get it approved with, you know, one eye closed. If you do the lead product process and you take them through this deep dive interview... You will suss out all the potential contradictions. You'll find the places where the story doesn't quite make sense. And then you'll have the opportunity to clarify it. You'll have the opportunity not to just clarify it for yourself, but to clarify it for the client. And guess what? When you do this process, you will not only be making your process so much easier and getting rid of all these revisions in the future, but you're going to do such a better job on the project. You're going to... Create the work that it should be and not what the client thinks it should be. And you're going to gain so much respect from your client by helping them see this clarity. It's one thing when a client comes to you and they need clarity and you help them get it. It is a whole other level of authority when you help a client who thinks they're clear get clarity around something they didn't even realize they were unclear about. And guess what? You don't have to be a rocket scientist to do this. Just the act of asking questions and asking the client to go deeper with you and tell you all about their business and themselves and their goals, that alone is gonna help them see where they have contradictions, where they are unclear, and where they could use more help. We do this whole thing in the lead product process. It is one of the foundational parts of doing a really effective intensive and part of the no BS model, if that is something that you would love to become a serious expert at so that you can own that authority with every client you work with, go to com backslash apply. Check out the video on that page, book a call with my team. Let's see if now is the time for you to no BS your one to two person branding agency so you can scale up your freedom, profit, and ease. That's all I've got for you today. Stay tuned next week when I'll share the third and final core element of getting rid of revisions in your process. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll be back next week with more No BS tips for your agency so you can find more profit, ease, and freedom. The No BS Agency podcast is produced by Yellow House Media. Coordinator is Lou Blazer. This episode is edited by Marty Seafelt. Creative direction by Sean and Tara McMullen. Our theme music is Knock 'em Down by The Shrugs.